Hi, Physics Buzz listeners. I just wanted to let you know that there is some discussion today about the physical plausibility of Santa Claus, so you may not find the content suitable for young children. Just wanted to let you know. Welcome to a holiday edition of the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calico Field. There is, perhaps surprisingly, a lot of physics that comes along with Christmas. Roger Highfield wrote a whole book about it called The Physics of Christmas. In it, Highfield discusses the physical demands that would present themselves to a real-life Santa Claus. These include the challenge of getting eight reindeer, we're assuming they can already fly, a sleigh full of a few billion toys, and one jolly old elf around the world in just one night, stopping, of course, to distribute gifts. How fast would Santa have to go? How large would the sleigh have to be? How much acceleration would it have to have? These are all the kinds of questions that physicists like to ask. So I was thinking a lot about all of this work that Santa would have to do, and I was reading various numerical estimates of how many children he would have to visit and how much total ground he would have to cover. And as I really tried to think about how fast Santa would have to go in order to do this, it suddenly occurred to me that Santa might actually be moving very slowly. And suddenly, I'm not actually thinking about Santa. I'm thinking about Einstein, specifically his theory of relativity. Einstein laid out a principle called time dilation. Time dilation happens when two objects move relative to each other at different speeds. The faster one object travels, the slower time runs for it, at least compared to the slower-moving object. Physicists have tested the theory of time dilation with subatomic particles, which, thanks to particle accelerators, we can speed up to nearly the speed of light. All particles eventually decay or naturally break apart. This is like the end of the particle's life. The process is pretty reliable, so you can anticipate very regularly when a certain type of particle will essentially die. But when the scientists accelerate those particles to nearly the speed of light, their lives go on for much longer than expected. They decay much, much slower. Because, from the particle's point of view, time has slowed down. And this phenomenon of time dilation doesn't just happen at near the speed of light. It happens between any two objects moving relative to each other. People traveling on an airplane experience time dilation compared to people on the ground. Now, hang on a second. You're probably saying that doesn't make sense because you've probably been on a plane and you don't land and find that your watch is an hour off. You don't even find that it's a few seconds off. Well, the time dilation increases with increased speed. And in fact, it only really starts to become obvious at nearly the speed of light. So for the relatively slow speeds we experience here on Earth, the change is infinitesimal. It's happening, but it's impossible for us to sense it. Still, think about that the next time you watch a plane go by. Now, is time dilation something that would actually affect Santa Claus? Well, if we generate a very mathematical answer to that question, then no. Highland estimates that Santa travels at about 4.6 million miles per hour. That sounds like a lot, and it is for us humans. But for light, not so much. 
light moves at over 670 million miles per hour, or well over 100 times as fast as we imagine Santa must go. Now, I know I've just demonstrated that Santa has to travel at a higher speed than any machine we can currently conceive of, and that that might make some people feel like we're taking away the magic. But I feel happy that in the story of Santa, which captures our collective imaginations, he still can't compete with the wonder of nature. There are actually things in the universe that move faster than Santa Claus. There is time dilation. Science doesn't take the magic away. It introduces us to the real magic, the mysteries that exist, whether we believe in them or not. This has been a special holiday edition of the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Cala Cofield. As always, check us out at physicscentral.com and tune in next time for the Physics Buzz podcast.